your favorite fat boys. Everybody, it's your very fat boy Jerron. Stefan, aka Mayhem, aka the first black superhero, aka Media Man. <laughs> oh, not Media Man. <laughs> not Media Man. Don't you say number about Robert Townsend. Don't you dare. All right, today we're going to come back with some more hero talk. So we, they, we just recently saw uh, X Men. Days of Future Past, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about... <laughs> no, I'm sorry, not Days of Future Past, but uh, Dark, Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. And so we're going to talk about Dark Phoenix. We're going to talk about the X-Men franchise as a whole, because you know how we love our superheroes here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about movies that are so bad that they're good. I mean, just terrible from all standpoints, but if you can just sit and watch and enjoy. Right. And, right. you know, your, your cult classes are our cult classes as well. So, right, let's get into it. X-Men, Dark Phoenix, the final movie, well, supposedly the final movie, there's still New Mutants, but that probably won't be released, nah. of the Fox X-Men franchise. What's your thoughts? <sighs> Underwhelming. <laughs> I was not expecting much because I've seen, I've seen all, of the, all the X-Men movies in theaters. And the, with the last one, uh, Apocalypse, it was like, meh. And so I was when I saw when I noticed when I saw the this coming out, I was like, oh, okay. And then they had so many reshoots. They had a lot and of problems, pushbacks. Because they're supposed to come out in 2018. Then they said no, it's coming out in February. Then they said no, it's coming out in June. So I missed like the first what 15 minutes of the movie anyway. You did. Yeah. So and you ain't missed nothing. Yeah. So I was when I was in there, I was like, okay, like the scenes were cool, like the the. Uh, them going to space was cool and everything. Um, the train scene was decent. Yeah, they had a couple of good set pieces. Yeah, but it was just like, I ain't, when, when they killed Mystique, I ain't feel nothing. Yeah, but the story as a whole was just made absolutely no sense. The conflict between Mystique and Charles Xavier made absolutely no sense. It seemed completely forced. And Jennifer Lawrence, as always, was just phoning it the fuck in. <laughs> <laughs> she obviously didn't want to be there. I mean, it was so obvious that they made sure that they didn't keep her in any goddamn makeup for any amount of time. She she said no. fuck all that. <laughs> no, yeah, it just it, it just was overwhelming. They were trying to like tie a lot of loose ends, and it just wasn't there. Like it it. They've been doing these movies since what two thousand, so an eighteen an eighteen year span, and almost twenty years, just as long or no half the time as uh, Avengers, and, and, and you just don't feel, I ain't feel nothing, you know. I was like, eh, you know, okay, you know. I mean, that's because they keep rebooting their universe, rebooting the universe, and they keep retooling Dark Phoenix because if you think about Apocalypse, like at the end of that 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 big fight scene, the Dark Phoenix emerged from her. Yeah, so well, she that, goes. The Dark Phoenix, just the Phoenix Force, well, at least something that looked like the Phoenix Force. Right. And then she goes into space and then it's completely negated. Right. So it's like, what, is, what was that in the apocalypse then? What is this now above me that I'm getting hit by? 
And the fact that, at least for these last few franchises, they keep doing period pieces and they keep doing 10-year jumps. If this movie, this movie, I didn't even know what time period it took place in. Supposedly it took place in the 90s, but I could not fucking tell. Yeah, you can't tell. There's nothing that, that, that tells you, oh, this is in the 1990s. And the fact that it's supposed to take place 10 years, you know, after Apocalypse, and none of these people have aged, nothing has changed with these characters, and these, so these 10-year jumps made absolutely no sense. The movie made absolutely no sense from a story perspective. Like, the Phoenix Force, there, there was no explanation for it. No. Just, you know, the random alien chick coming up and saying that this force has destroyed everything it's come in contact with, except for you. But at the end of the movie, she ends up taking the power from her, half the power from her for reasons. Unknown. Even though, you know, apparently this force would destroy everything that it came in contact with, except for Jean Grey. So, in my opinion, the movie was fucking horrible. Yeah, it was, it was bad. I, I hate to compare it to Avengers, but I think that's probably like the only franchise, superhero-wise, that's out this had a long run, one of the movies in a long run in years, and they just kind of just, Fox was like just, pfft, dropped the ball all the way through. Yeah, through. I mean, they were throwing darts at the wall and hoping something would stick. Nah. And this wasn't it. I mean, if, even from, just from a financial standpoint, the movie's going to end up losing like between 100 and $150 million. Yeah, because I think the opening weekend did like 30 to $40 million. Yeah. So. I mean, and that was like worldwide. Yep. So, S-Men... Oh, I'm sorry, Fox. Y'all fucked up. I mean, granted, they, they can't fuck up anymore. No, because thankfully... Thankfully... Disney has those properties back. Yeah, so we'll see Fantastic Four. We'll see the S-Men. And all the missing characters that Fox or Marvel could have... Disney could have used all you know over the, over the last so many years. Yeah. But they may do so. And not either use. In a compelling story-wise that has somebody who wants to tell a cohesive story... Because Fox damn sure didn't. No. Even with uh, them doing Deadpool, like, that's still, in the in the Wolverine movies, they could have been so, they could have all intertwined this all together somehow, but they chose not to. So it's, it's definitely a letdown because, you know, I, I like I like the S-Men stories. I like, I love the S-Men cartoon growing up as a kid. I had yep. S-Men toys, so I was, I'm, when they were ready for the movie out. X-Men was life. Yes. <laughs> all all <laughs> life. So I was, I was all for the S-Men. So the first one was decent. Um, I mean, I still have a lot of gripes with the first one, but as an introduction to the characters, yeah, it's okay. It doesn't age well. No, not at it's hard all. to watch nowadays. But it was decent. S two was great. Yes, yes, it was. X three was a letdown. Huge. First class. A lot of people liked. I did not. I didn't. It was okay. I I, I had I had no love for first class. And I'm still so pissed off about the fact that they killed Darwin off. As the first person who got to die, why they got to kill Darwin? Right. The one black mutant who mutant ability is to evolve to survive any situation, but yet they killed him. Right. And it's like, I can understand something greater than he got adapted to killed him, but it was his energy. He can adapt to that. Yeah. So. God damn it. I mean, I like I, one thing about First Light, I like, I like they introduce characters that you've never seen before, but then they don't know how to flush them out. So it's like, what's what's the point? You must have one, you must have three, you must have two or three people. Right, what is it? Uh, the chick with the the wings, Angel, I believe, was the mutant, and she had the black the butterfly wings. Yeah, that was a uh, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, yeah, Zoe Kravitz, who got no kind of explanation. They just found her in the strip club, and then that was the end of it. And then she turned out to be, and then she be one on the bad team. But then got killed in Days of Future Past. 
yeah, off screen. Like, yeah, uh, quite a few of them used this. Yeah, because I know. I remember the rollout for Days of Future Past. They had like a on their like their website. You can go there and see like what happened to a lot of S Men before Days of Future Past actually came out. I mean, they died. But it's like they, they had like little stories to them. I mean, if I gotta read supplementary a supplementary material so I can get your movie, I'm not gonna get your movie. So it then well, Days of Future Past was out of how many movies is it? X Men X Two, Last I mean, Stand, they, they had First Class, just a ton of movies. Right, Days of Future Past is like the second best one. Yeah, in in, in terms of at least. I mean, I won't say cohesive story, but something that I could be interested in. Yeah, if you don't think about it too hard. If you don't, because I I I enjoyed it. If I did not think about how the hell they got back in time, right? Yeah, the going back into the time. How the hell did Magneto take over the Sentinels? Because last time I checked, putting metal into a plastic machine does not make you change its operating system. Well, he did. He is like he, he, he put a SIM card in there. Oh, is that what it was? That's what he did. <laughs> the fuck. what he did. He's ahead of his time. You didn't, but you didn't see that as, as taking on the editor. Oh yeah, that's what it was. It was one of those things that was cut, like the rest of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did give him like they gave, they gave, they gave. It was a big budget. They flexed his powers. You know, he 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 was as he was. He was a bad guy. I think I think that's the best performance he had in all the movies. And I hate the fact that because how big Jennifer Lawrence got, they started to center the movies around her. Mm-hmm. And and they kept centering the movies around Hugh Jackman because Wolverine was the most popular character and Hugh Jackman was the embodiment of it for the time. But then like Jennifer Lawrence was so big, they kept centering things around her. Like Deja Future Past was centered around her for reasons. I hate I hate how they turned her character into so much of a, a anti hero and it's like she's not like she needs to be a villain. Yeah, like she yeah. I mean, she's been a villain to come, but she can be an anti hero. I mean, but she was just more of a, just a hero, and they gave her a connection with Charles Xavier that didn't need to exist. Right. Became her. You know, she became his adopted sister for reasons. I was like, this don't. I don't like this part of it. I didn't like that part of their relationship. And then in Dark Phoenix, it was like. You know, you could tell that it, they had some animosity, but it's like, where they come from? Exactly. Well, it, it, it came in the 10 years that we didn't get to see because these movies keep doing time. <laughs> so all of those, you know, all that time where these explanations could have come about, and then that throwaway line, we should call it ex-women, that was so dumb. It made no sense. Nah, I, I don't even it. want to gripe on it because of, you know, how dumb it was, but it was, it was so forced and it made absolutely no sense. Yeah. And just... Again, Jennifer Lawrence was just fucking phoning it in. Yeah, Jen- I feel like she's been phoning it in all of the movies. Well, I'm not a fan of Hunger Games. I'm not. I, I mean, it's it's cool, but like, I don't know. Like, it didn't. It, I, it's not for me. I don't think it's, it's not my cup of tea. So, but you know, the the S Men, the, the over the as a franchise over franchise overall, it did not live up to what it could have been. I mean, yeah. a lot of people praised the Wolverine, um, Logan. I did not like either. I. I I I watched um no Wolverine not too long ago. I rewatched it and I was like trying to re-get it, trying to understand it again. And I was like, uh. like I, I mean, I, I understand the the creative point they want to take Wolverine, but it was like, why not make something? Why not have a movie that was they they made him so standalone? But why not have him connected to the universe in some better way? Um, because they, I guess they just kind of realized that he's the most popular character, so they just like, you know what, fuck it, we're going to do our own thing with him. Yeah. And but then, I'm sorry, Logan, 30% of the movies you watching Wolverine wake the fuck up. I'm like, yo, what the hell is that? He's old. It, that, I'm sorry, the, the, when the action happened, the action was good, but most of that movie was just fucking boring. It, 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 
A lot of people liked it, but I, it wasn't like it wasn't it up was, there for me. So much of the story was just throwaway. Like apparently, no mutants are being born, so they just got a two minute blurb of the guy saying, "Yeah, I saw, I cured the mutant gene. I put it in the water in the corn." The corn or syrup, yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Okay, that that's it. No explanation of how Wolverine was able to, you know, withstand Professor Xavier's psychic powers. Yeah, because they because uh, the, everybody else is being frozen in time, but Wolverine can still move. What? Why? He got a new power. He, he he's losing his healing factor, but he getting a new power to move through time. That's a bad man. <laughs> Yo, because it, it because so uh, the director, I read a, I read an excerpt. The director said that he was going to put the scene in when the S man actually died, but he did not want that to be the focus of the film. But I'm like, that would have made sense. It would have been a better film. It yeah, because like you 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 had them there, and you start especially start the film off with them all wherever you know all around wherever like that. Then he has an aneurysm. And it causes them to die. That makes sense to why there are no more mutants or what the S-Men actually are. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, all, everything was just a throwaway explanation. I guess they, they wanted to kind of make it like, you know, like The Road, that story in, in that movie where, you know, just an old, you know, gristle warrior traveling with a young kid and, you know, trying to understand each other. I, I get it, but it just didn't captivate me. No, nah, and then the Reavers in that movie was a letdown too. Cause it's oh, like, yeah, they completely throwaway. I was like, I, yeah. I wanted to do on the, on the damn, or the, uh, the his legs were a uh, army tank. The, the the wheels like that. And I, instead of giving Wolverine some legitimate enemy, they could he, he could fight. They made him fight a younger version of himself. That's why I hate. I, I hate that. That was like that, that. to me was a throwback to the nineties movies when you know you got fake you, your enemy is someone like you're like double team. Yeah. It was like eh. Like I, I like I like I love John Claude Van Damme movies, but I was like really you. It's so many other villains in his, in his gallery. They they could have chose from and they decided to go that route. It was it was definitely disappointing there. Yeah. So I mean a lot of people will praise Logan. I mean they made a shit ton of money, but I did not like it. And it's been a lot of money for an R rated movie, which gave it uh well, actually it was Deadpool that gave it that that push to go R rated. Yeah. And they also took a I mean, pay because cut. how do you make a movie like look at the Wolverine? How do you make a movie where a guy with goddamn metal claws is stabbing people when there's no blood? That's just the weirdest shit in the world. Yeah. So it was it, the action was up there, but nine wasn't good. Yeah, like I said, I didn't enjoy. And so as a whole, I have not really enjoyed the X Men franchise. The at least the hopes that came with X One and X Two, because again, I still had my reservations about the first X Men, especially when they introduced Wolverine and him and Sabretooth had absolutely no knowledge of each other. Yeah, and then they tried to make some type of explanation in an X Men Wolverine's origins. I'm not even going to talk about that shit. No, we're not going to talk about that because that, that, that fuss up a lot of things and yeah, a lot of characters. Yeah, and the fact that they just keep rewriting their timeline every fucking time. Absolutely. And then I think the only thing that came out this good was uh, the Deadpool movies. Yeah, those... I mean, so those are part of the X-Men franchise and those have been the best of the movies. Yeah, because Ryan Reynolds got a hold of it and, he's, and he, he took control of that and they did the character very well. Yeah, they had that leak of what a Deadpool was supposed right. to be. They did that shit on purpose. And you know, the fan reaction was, make this fucking movie. Yeah, because that's what we needed that. They needed that because then, but I know, I don't know what's going to happen with him at Disney. I think the CEO said, you know, that it probably would stay yeah, R-rated. According to, to Bob Iger and Kevin Feige, they want they Deadpool was a success as it was. They want to leave it that way. Right, and that, there's been rumblings about uh, bringing Deadpool into Spider-Man 3. Also bringing in Venom in Spider-Man 3 because uh, there's going to be a Venom 2 yeah, and there's I mean, going to... Despite 
all of my reservations. Venom made a shit ton of money. Right, and Tom Hart, Tom Hart is returning for Venom. So I would, I, if they can bring, if they can bring uh, Deadpool to the fold, great. Yeah, and then and Kevin Feige, did, you know, did say that uh, you know Spider Man in a you know in a mix up with the Tom Hardy Venom was likely. Yeah, it was likely, and I think they're going to push for that. Yeah, I think it's going, I think it's going to happen. So I'm, I'm just, I'm hope very, very hopeful that they how of how they were introduced to X Men, um, in the in the next probably decade or so. According to, you know, to Kevin Feige, he said they are having a blast coming up with ways to introduce, you know, Fantastic Four and the X-Men. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you say probably within the next three to four years, they're going to be introducing them. I mean, it'll, in my opinion, it'll probably be sooner, but it's definitely a group of people who have a plan for the franchise right. to yeah. fit in their narrative. Because at the end of the day, they have done a pretty good job creating a cohesive narrative for their span of movies that Fox clearly could not accomplish. No, and uh, I think we're gonna know a lot more once we see Spider Man uh, Far From Home. Is they have two end credit scenes, so I think it's gonna open up. Uh, it's gonna give us a lot of answers and gives more questions about what's gonna happen in the near future. So very excited about that. But uh, <sighs> to Mass Man, yeah. So if I had to give the Fox X Men a score, I would give it a C minus because they had enough good movies that it kept me excited long enough to see the bad ones. It's like out of, out of ten movies, you got two good ones. Oh, I guess we S Man Alone two, S two, and uh, James Future Pass. But Deadpool is that's the hope, right? That's and the hope for it. Both, I enjoy both the Deadpool, so and they are part of the X Men franchise, so I count them. Yeah, so that's four then. So four to what fourteen? Okay, yeah, so we'll take I, it. I, I give it a C minus. All right, so uh, our last topic for tonight: movies that are so bad that they are good. I mean. Just from every standpoint, you start describing these movies to somebody, they be like, that is shit. But if you sit and you watch it, you can enjoy it every time. So we, we're going to go through our list and we're going to you know talk about them briefly. So what's your first movie on your list for movies that are so bad that they're good? My first movie is the classic Frankenfish. <laughs> this came out. Can you look up when it came out? Uh, I, yeah, I will find out. God, this came out like 2000, 2004. And the the one of the reasons I remember this movie is the the girl that was in this movie was the 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 love interest in Friday at the Next. Yeah, two thousand and four was when Frankenfish came. And out. the CGI is bad. Yeah. The plot is just dumb. Oh, First of all, you got it's Frankenfish. You got these mutated fish in a swamp. First of all, why are y'all in a swamp? What's the point of being in the swamp? I, I I don't get it, but it's one of those movies. And the, the deaths are so stupid; it's funny. So if you put it on, I will watch it. And I have not. It's, I think it's, it was like one of those sci-fi movies when sci-fi will came on. You know, back in his early days. Yeah. So it it premiered that, but you actually could buy this DVD. So if it comes on, I'm gonna watch it. All right, first movie on my list: Demolition Man. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes. Before the tax fraud. He <laughs> said, you know, a super cop and a hardened criminal both get committed for crimes, frozen, and then released into the future. And a future that is completely different from one you could imagine. It's a bad movie, but it is so fucking enjoyable. It's a bad idea, <laughs> the way you just put that. But yes, I, I, I like Demolition Man. And was it Simon Phoenix? That, that that that's a that's probably one of his best roles. 
I'm sorry. At his, least one of the roles he was having the most fun. He had fun in that role. And, you know, I, and they, back around that time, when I came on, 96? All right, let, let me look up the exact, uh, exact time. Ninety three. Woo! <laughs> CGI was not what it was back then. <laughs> so for them to have the the gadgets and you know the, the sci fi to it and everything, it was really it it was just fantastic at the time. I was like, ain't nobody even ever explained me three seashells. <laughs> so, <but laughs> I was thinking about that. How I you? Feel, I, I wake up and have nightmares about how the hell that could work. <laughs> And the whole and the whole virtual such thing. Oh yeah, which yeah, is yeah. funny because that's now a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about to say yeah. So they they predicted something right about the future. Right. It's, it's just it's just a weird movie, but you you got you got to love Demolition Man. Yeah, it works. It it yeah, does it works. All right, next on your list. Next on my list is uh, Men at Work. So that was uh, Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen before the HIV. <laughs> before and, the HIV. <laughs> and it's about. I don't know what they were. They brothers or roommates? Uh, they might have been just roommates. But they, they were roommates, and they were just like they were garbage men. They were garbage men, and and then they would. It was something. It was some. I came up with a plot to, to yeah. Break. They discovered a dead body. In yeah. like one of the trash cans, and then they were hiding it. Yeah, it, it's a weird movie. I enjoy Men at Work, but it is a really weird. It's, it's a just, weird premise for a movie. It's it a weird is. Movie. It shouldn't have worked. It shouldn't been made. <laughs> It should have went. It should not went production, but somebody greenlit it because because I guess both of them were really big at the time. Yeah. So, but it's just like it made the plot makes no sense, and it's like it's not even funny. But it, it I, I enjoy. It. I watch them like okay, because like, I don't know like you, you you know you come across weird things when you're alone. <laughs> so that sounds <laughs> bad. Said about a lot of things. What are you talking about? <laughs> when you got a supervision, you watch you just watch a lot of bad things, make All bad right. choices. Next one on my list, I mean, I, I said it at the beginning of uh, our episode, but Media Man. <laughs> Media Man, for all intents and purposes, was is a terrible movie. It's the first black superhero. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. Well, I won't say first black superhero. He's probably the first black super, superhero on, in a movie. Yeah, large motion picture. Yes. Yeah. And then we have Blank Man. Yeah, that was the next one. But yeah, Media Man, for all intents and purposes, is a terrible movie. But I fucking love it. What's the game? What's the game called in there? <sighs> Golden Lords, Golden yeah, Tigers, like Golden Lords, or something like that. You know, they all had the gold streak in the hair. It's so goddamn cheesy. He, you know, the villain was cheesy, super cheesy, and I mean, it doesn't age very well because of a lot of the stereotypes that they have in oh, there. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it is still a very enjoyable movie. It's fucking hilarious. That, that's to be rotation on BET. That really should be in rotation on but yeah, it, it, By all intents and purposes, for, from from an outside perspective, it's a terrible movie, but it's so fucking enjoyable. Yeah, I need it, and I, I want to go watch that now. <laughs> and you should, everybody should. Oh, you do. He used to touch the books, right, and get the powers. Yeah, because uh, the media gave him so he could absorb all of the knowledge that was in a book. That's so. some nerdy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's message. <laughs> And I credit Robert Towson for thinking even that as a power because, like, I mean, I think most people like all oh, super strength or flight, whatever the case may be. It's like, no, no, I'm gonna absorb the knowledge to be smarter. Message. <laughs> exactly. And so every book that you touch, you gain all of the it gain all of the knowledge and the powers from the book. So again, message. So Media Man, I recommend it. I mean, some people won't enjoy, it, but you know, it's a good movie. It's a, it's, it Next is. Next on your list. So I have a tie. 
I have Double Dragon. I have uh, Street Fighter. Okay. And Mortal Kombat. All right. Say so Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, I can get with. Those are those are really bad that they're good. This is Street Fighter, definitely. You got Jean Claude Van Damme with the thickest Belgian accent being the all American guy. <laughs> what the fuck? Makes no sense. Because he's the only one who do a flip kick. <laughs> right. He's the only he's the only guy you find do a flip and kick. And then you got a Shakespearean actor in Raul Julia whose you know biggest claim to fame is fucking uh the Adams Family. Adams Family, Adams Family values, playing the most Shakespearean overdramatic acting ass in M. Bison what and was, it works so well. What was M. Bison's nationality? Who the fuck knows? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it works. I mean, like, t- from the video games, I believe you're from Thailand, but from the movie, who the fuck knows? He was Spanish. <laughs> with the greatest line in history, said for you, the day Bison graced your villains was the, you know, was the most important day for your life, but for me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> favorite line in any fucking movie. I gotta watch that again to catch that. It that was it was a good bad movie because you had you had all your characters from Street Fighter in there. If you caught it enough, if you watched it closer, you they would do some of that signature moves. But it was some really off uh off casting there as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, why was uh what's that man named to play DJ? I can't remember his name. I want to say Miguel Nunez. Yeah, I but think that might be right. Why is he playing a Jamaican Kickboxer. And his Jamaican accent was terrible. Very and much he so. He didn't do any kind of fight. The actor that plays Sagat was an old wrinkly dude. <laughs> yep. And Sagat is just diesel yep. and seven feet tall. Vega was pretty. I mean, Ken was played by a, a, a Hispanic actor. Yes. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> they were all across the board. And said that movie's the great that movie's greatest claim to fame is Every fucking American calls the character Ryu, Ryu, <laughs> because of that movie, because they mispronounced his name. Exactly. And, uh, oh, what was the, oh, T-Hawk. The only reason why you know it's T-Hawk, because he put on face paint and a bandana. <laughs> the only way you know it's T-Hawk. So, yeah, I, I can agree with that when I can't agree with Double Dragon. I loved Double Dragon as a kid because I was stupid. <laughs> I, I tried to watch that movie again a few years ago. I could not sit through it. Uh, as as a child, on on payday, my dad would take me to Blockbuster, and we would rent maybe a movie, a video game, whatever. And I remember when, when Double Dragon came out, and I saw it, and I was so excited to get it. And I went home, I watched it, and I was utterly upset because it was not good at all. But I watched it when I was got older, and I'm like, oh, this is still bad. <laughs> And, but because I like the game, I like the cartoon. I had the toys. I'm connected to it, and it's just it's just bad. And and it's I watch it. If it comes on day, I watch it. Again, I liked it as a kid because it was Double Dragon. I played the games. They had the cartoon that came on that I enjoyed. I was like, yeah, Double Dragon. And then I was like, yes, yeah, Double Dragon on the big screen. Even though why Billy don't know how to fight. <laughs> you had this actor, the soft actor, that was on Party of Five, Five yeah. playing a damn fighter. Can't fight. Didn't throw a punch or a kick. And then who who was the uh, who was the uh, his, his actor played Jimmy? That was Mark Dacascos. And Mark has got some bad movies, but he and can fight. He can fight. And, and speaking of, he that's on my list. You know, when we when we get to it of another movie that's so bad that's good that went with Mark Dacascos. So I mean, I can't agree with Double Dragon, but Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, I'm definitely in agreement with. Yeah, Mortal Kombat was good just because the characters. 
You know, and the fights were pretty good too. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, the fights were good. So that Scorpion versus Johnny Cage fight is my life. That that fight's good. Uh, Luke Kane versus Reptile was decent. I like that one a lot. Johnny Cage punching Goro in the nuts. I live for that day. <laughs> <laughs> and his CGI was so terrible. We fell the cliff. Oh yeah, when he fell. I mean, because the, the actual go, the actual Goro was an animatronic. Oh okay. Yeah, but yeah, when they made him fall off the cliff, that was bad. I mean, a lot of the CGI was bad. Is in in Mortal Kombat and was it Armageddon? Annihilation. Annihilation. They were just yeah. They were throwing anything at the wall and hoping that it would stick. They were throwing characters coming left and right like the side rats and uh, Jack's fight. Bad. Where side rats came from? I still know to this day. Fucking the Jacks versus Montaro fight. Bad. <laughs> the Jacks versus random monster fight. Bad. The, the thing about it though, they put they made they put Jackson as a bad light. I never played them in other games. <laughs> I'm like, this nigga can't fight. I seen him in the movies. He can't fight for shit. Well, I'm going to fight him now in the game. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no. Annihilation, no go for me. No bueno. I didn't even like that when I was younger. But Mortal, the original Mortal Kombat, yes. Yeah, and they're going to reboot it, apparently. So, hopefully, that gets it gets some due justice. The, uh, that little series. Yeah, the YouTube series was yeah. actually really good. It was good, yeah. Michael J. White in there. All right. So, next one on my list, Mark DeCostas, Kadeem Hardison, Drive. <laughs> Yo, you, y'all have to YouTube this. Watch the movie. It is the greatest piece of cinema ever. <laughs> y'all gotta watch this. It is so dumb. The premise is so stupid. Like they make it super soldiers with like advanced heart engines in them. Mark Dacascus is a super soldier. The action is great. Kadeem Hardison is funny. The movie is so dumb though. So so dumb. <laughs> And I love it. I will watch that movie every day until I die. <laughs> I remember I used to go to my grandmother's house when uh, school was out. And USA would like play all these movies. Like, it, like They knew like school was out. So like, you know, it's a marathon of all these movies yeah. and everything. And Drive came on. And I could not turn the channel. <laughs> I couldn't get away from this. I'm like, what is this going on? And it's up there with, it's, it reminds me a lot. It takes me back to a lot of memories of my grandma's house. But it was like I couldn't turn for nothing. I didn't. I didn't want to eat. <laughs> I didn't want to take a nap. I wanted to watch this movie till it was done. It's such a great movie. I love it so damn much. Your last one. Okay, so my last one. I'm, I'm gonna throw this on there. Masters of the Universe. Goddamn He Man with Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> oh, Dolph Lundgren, you had a great career. <laughs> So Masters of the Universe, that's my last. Uh, so bad is good. Yeah, I it's, it's uh, I don't think I'm thinking about any that damn line. They were in that damn drive through for KFC. Yep, yep. <laughs> and Skeletor was not Skeletor. That was just a wrinkly old. That was a wrinkly old red skull, <laughs> a pale red skull. Hey, they they tried their best. The whole premise of the movie is dumb. It very much With so that is. Spinning MacGuffin. I can't even remember what they called it. Was it was it called a MacGuffin? It might as well have been. <laughs> it was some stupid. Yeah, it was. It's such a bad movie, but I don't, I don't know why I enjoy it to this day. I can still sit and watch that movie. It's hard. To, that's hard to watch. I think it's on Netflix, and I try to get through it. Oh, I, it's definitely hard to watch. It's hard. I, I, I still enjoy it, even though it is definitely hard to watch. Oh my goodness, that makes me think of uh, the Punisher with him in it. Oh yeah, that was bad. That was horrible. I like that one though. But I can't tell you why I liked it. I think because of the fact it was a Marvel character and it was a really gritty spin on it. But it was just, it was bad. You could just tell it was bad. 
it exude all. When of you it. watch it, you're like, oh, this is not gonna be all good. All the of a bad movie. But bad movies are good though because it help us pass time. Hey, you know what? And and before before we go, I got one last movie to mention. This is a throwback to our terrible movie Thursdays that we, <laughs> that we used to do with you, I, and uh, our other friend Anthony. What Soul about? Vengeance. <laughs> Yo, throw it back. Said if you don't know Soul Vengeance, you got to look it up. I thank you, Mister Adam, for having that movie <laughs> so that we were able to watch and enjoy it in all of its terrible, terrible nature. So, Soul Vengeance is a 70s black exploitation movie about a man who gets unjustly convicted, thrown in prison, and his penis mutilated. So, for some odd reason, he gets mysterious penis powers after he comes out of jail and he can hypnotize white women and strangle white men with his big black dick. <laughs> Fist in the air. Power to the people. I can't remember the, the, the director's name. It's a black guy. He had an African name. I don't know what the message he was trying to convey with Soul Vengeance, but apparently it is all white women want black penis and all black dicks can strangle people. <laughs> I think he had a vendetta against some white people from the sounds of this movie. Somebody who pissed him off, he said, I'm going to take it out artistically. <laughs> right. I'm going to make I, a movie. Where I fuck your white women and choke you with my dick. <laughs> It's so Look, great. If you, you, you would not believe it, but I seen it. I mean, yeah, you were with us with, on terrible, you know, terrible, terrible Thursday. Thursdays. Well, what's up, Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, sir. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Adam, for having a movie, and thank you, Anthony, for introducing it to us. Mr. Adam had a bunch of bad movies. A bunch of bad movies. Like, it, they was been on sale. Because DVDs were not cheap back then. <laughs> right, and he had a ton of them. And that was one of them, and that is the one movie that stick with me this it's going to be on my list of top 10 movies that I enjoy when I die. <laughs> right so, before I die, I'm going to watch Soul Vengeance. Yeah, we need to bring Terror Movie Thursday back and we got reha- to rehash Soul Vengeance again as as, as adults. Because <laughs> there got to be some, some messages here that we can use today in society. White men, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> White men, watch out. <laughs> Said my extendo growing penis will strangle you. <laughs> All right, Show so, me to the man. So that's our show. So I hope you enjoyed it. I mean, if you have any terrible movies that you enjoy, leave them in the comments section. I'll definitely check them out and we can you know discuss it at a later date. Mm-hmm. Said, and as always, you can hit us up on Gmail. Watch us on YouTube, listen to us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Google Play Music, all of those places you get your podcasts. We there. We are here to save you and your franchise from destruction. Hire us. <laughs> I need a check. So that's it, everybody. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>